0: Close the door behind you. You're now in the green room. Yo everybody, welcome to
1: the green room. Today we're talking to Shaquille Noel, a drummer, educator, creator, and visionary from the nation of Trinidad and Tobago. His information can be found in the description wherever you're listening to this. I enjoyed talking to him and I know you'll enjoy listening in on the conversation that we had. Remember. The green room is open to all Caribbean instrumentalists, even those who don't live in the Caribbean. So if you're interested in talking to us, shoot us an email at lucianmusicians@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Now let's get into music.
0: We're live. We're live.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, you know, people will come in, come and go, um, Okay. But we'll we'll just get started with the conversation, really. Um, as yeah, no as you know, I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to any episodes of the Green Room in the past.
0: Yeah, I was uh, actually listening to the Keen Jules one. That was that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's he's a he's a great instrumentalist. Like he has so much talent, bro. Like it's crazy, <laughs> it's crazy.
1: Yeah, man, I had a good time talking to him. <laughs> now. I I don't know if he's going to watch this, but Keen, I think your name might actually be pronounced as Keen. And if that's true, yeah, if that's true, I'm sorry, bro. I hope it's
0: not, I hope it's not what we've been saying all this time.
1: Yeah, but I think it's Keen and you can correct me when you hear this.
0: Okay. Let's let's hope it's, it's Keen. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I hope it's Keen. Um, For everybody on the Instagram live, uh, as you know, this is the April Oh, this is the May (laughs) episode. (laughs) This is the May episode of The Green Room. And on the line, I have Shaquille Noel from the nation of Trinidad and Tobago. Shaquille, give the people a shout out.
0: Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, people. (laughs) Shaquille Noel, I'm super happy to be here. Lucian musicians, you're doing great things. And I'm just super happy to be in support of that. Definitely.
1: Yeah, man, yeah, man. You know, it's our, our pleasure to have you on the line. Um, you know, Shaquille runs, uh, some of you might have heard about the Caribbean Media Collective. Um, sure. So Shaquille is the creator of that page. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit about that?
0: Uh, okay, sure, no problem. Um, well, as it says, the Caribbean Media Collective. I basically had this idea of showcasing high-quality content specifically from the Caribbean. I'm trying my best to, you know, bring us all together. So we have people from Trinidad, we have people from Grenada, we have people from, Saint Lucia, Lucia, Lucia. Hey, hey. Lucia, hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> we have people from Jamaica. We have a lot of different people that we're trying to get together. So we showcase their content. And, well, because of COVID, we haven't been able to meet in person and collab, but there's a lot of, a lot of prospects in the future, post-COVID, for us to come together and, you know, actually do, projects under the name Caribbean Media Collective. So look out for that, definitely.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So if y'all are on the line, if you haven't checked them out yet, uh, after the live, y'all can go and check out the Caribbean Media Collective. Just look it up, search it up, uh, give them a follow, uh, shout out, uh, whatever you do. Um, But you know, while while you, you were just Introducing the Caribbean Media Collective, you mentioned COVID. And yeah. Yo, this COVID thing, man. <laughs> this
0: COVID bro, it's, thing.
1: <laughs> just,
0: bro it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, super crazy.
1: Yeah, man. It just came and just shook the world. Ever since the last um, episode of The Green Room, the world looks completely different to what, uh, um, so to what it did before. <laughs> um, but I just want to know, how does, how does Trinidad look uh, with all this
0: madness? Man, um, well, hmm. honestly, I want to say a first shout-out to the Ministry of Health of Trinidad because they definitely kicked into gear and made sure that everyone was as safe as possible. So we, we haven't had such a heavy impact in terms of deaths, but obviously there, there's been a lot of cases, and you know we've been trying our best to keep the lockdown going as strong as possible. But Trinidad, hmm, Trinidad is is a very different place when it comes to these things. Like some people, some people are super happy about the lockdown. Some people are kind of breaking the law and, you know, going on lime by the beach and things like that. So there's, uh, there's two different things that are happening right now. But in general, a lot of people are taking this as serious as possible and, you know, trying to figure out ways to work from home, trying to teach from home. You know, the whole online thing is, is definitely coming into play a lot more than before. Like, right. you see a lot of, you know, a lot of more elderly persons logging into Zoom meetings or Facebook workplace, you know, different things like that that are being put in place. You see a lot of that happening. So Yeah, boy. everybody so grandmother on Zoom now, you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but definitely. All
1: right. now, even aside from that... Um, mm-hmm. In your own life as a musician, how has it affected you? Wow.
0: <laughs> Bro, let me tell you, COVID-19 definitely affected my life as a musician. Like, I had so many things on the cards between April and May, because that's usually what we call the jazz season. Right. So you had Tobago jazz, you had St. Lucia jazz, you had, uh, I think it was Grenada, had some new jazz festival we were going to do. Yeah. There are so many different local events as well that were going to happen, and you know I will go. I was going to be a part of many of them, but that just went out the window. So we're talking about financial effects. We're talking about you know everything basically going down the drain. But you know you gotta keep hope. You gotta keep hope, right, and right. things will work out. Things will work out definitely. And-
1: And that's something that is a shared reality for a lot of musicians. Now, guys on the Instagram live, you know, I always have this nightmare that I I might be talking to myself here. So if if, if y'all can hear me, somebody just give me a wave. Uh, Give me a wave. uh, uh, Give me some kind of emoji to let me know that y'all can hear the conversation uh, decently. Um,
0: All right. There we go. We have a wave. All right. Yes, sir. You got some weeds.
1: yeah man so you mentioned you mentioned that you would be um you 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 would be playing at St. Lucia jazz is that is that true
0: oh that, that was on the cards that was okay. still being worked out i had a couple of acts were you know about to be announced but it definitely yeah. didn't happen <laughs> but definitely <laughs> Tobago jazz was on for sure for sure I had some um events in Grenada I also had some events in Miami so there were a lot of different things that were happening that just went straight out the door, but it happens, man. It happens. It's, yeah, man it's, it happens. It's inevitable. So
1: Yeah, and I have a feeling that, you know, the minute people have the opportunity to go outside, um, yeah. they, they will be going back outside. and
0: Definitely, uh, definitely.
1: <laughs> things are going to look a little more normal, but I don't know if right. it will go back to exactly the way it was.
0: Definitely agree. Definitely agree. Yeah. I think Trinidad is actually coming off of lockdown next week. Okay. So it's going to be interesting to see how we kind of live life beyond this point. I'm guessing we're still going to have to be, you know, socially distant. Right. And we're going to have to, you know, wear our masks, make sure we have our hand sanitizers and stuff like that. We'll see how it goes. Definitely.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling, have a feeling we've seen the last of handshake, you know. I don't think anybody oh, yeah, will be shaking hands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be doing the elbows right right now, bro.
1: Yeah, boy, elbows, elbows from now on, <laughs> Yeah, man. But um, now on your Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. I noticed that you 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 put out a lot of great content, and I I really want to commend you for a lot of your videos. Um, I think I much. saw you on Shed Tracks.
0: Yes, uh, definitely.
1: Yeah, man. So I I like what you're doing. I like your videos. Uh, great talent. Um, but one Thank question you. that I have when I see drummers recording is, okay, what about the neighbors? <laughs> 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 what what about the neighbors? Boy, you Ooh. living alone or you have family? Li- <laughs> man,
0: that's a that's a funny question because I actually did a post talking about the neighbors, like, because I was listening back to the footage and I'm like, yo. We are playing some drums. Like this is <laughs> this is some volume, you know? <laughs> uh. But honestly, um, there's a couple different places I record. I try to record outside as much as possible because, you know, social distancing. There's yeah. myself and my very good friend, his name is Nicholas Thomas. Mm. Um, at Static Nick, we, we record quite frequently. So i either record at his house, or we have he has a lot really close to his house. So we try to be away from the neighbors as much as possible, but you know, it's it's hard. COVID nineteen is hard, bro. And you're gonna have to hear some drums during this time because we have to get that content out. We have to. Yeah, and you have, have to, 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 to
1: practice. To. You have to stay sharp. You know.
0: Of course, of course. But you yeah, know, I also use a lot of um practice pads. I okay. have a lot of practice pad equipment. You know, so that helps a lot too. That helps right. a
1: lot. All right. Yeah, that's important, man. Um, yep. you ever think about getting an electric set?
0: Yes, I was actually thinking about it very, very much until I, I recently had a lesson with um, Aaron Smith. He's a drummer um, out in America. He kind of advised me against it because he said, you know, that, that, that authentic feel may be lost from using the electronic kit, you know, because the, the, the feel is totally different. And also the sound will be different. But I really wanted to get one, but I don't think I would. I wouldn't advise it. I would say to get the actual acoustic kit and you can get, uh, Remo has some silent stroke heads. Zildjian has uh, the low volume symbols. So there's definitely a lot of options out there that I'm going to try to look into now besides the electronic kit.
1: A low volume symbols?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> there are some low volume symbols, yes.
1: That sounds like a scam, you know.
0: <laughs> no, bro. It, it's actually low volume for real. Really? It's low volume for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I promise you.
1: Because... Because when I think of a symbol, like, I'm thinking of like a metal object, right?
0: Right, right.
1: <laughs> and to me, any metal object that you have and you strike it, you're going to,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, bro. Um, I've actually used it before, and it's quite, quite soft. It's not totally soft, but it's it's yes, it's sure. like nice and deep between an, an actual symbol. So. Something you could check out, man. Something you could check out. I I would advise it, especially in the Caribbean, where a lot of people practice, you know, in apartments or very close proximity to other people. Those low-volume symbols would be very handy, definitely.
1: All right. Yeah, we have some people on the live asking if I'm talking to the great Shaquille Noel. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I want to confirm (laughs) that, yes, I am indeed talking to Shaquille in the green room this month. Yes, sir. Uh, and he was just telling me about these low-volume symbols. boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> definitely, definitely low-volume symbols by Zildjian. Zildjian, you need to sponsor me. This is free advertisement, okay? But yeah, how, definitely, how do definitely they do it, awesome. though? Is it through the shape? Um, okay, so I think it's the normal um, cast metal they use, but they cut holes into it. And then they use some type of very thin material on it. I, I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure, but... If you check it out, you'll probably get a, a very good review on on YouTube. But okay, it's definitely real. <laughs> all
1: right, all right. Low yes, volume bro. symbols. You learn. So- I honestly every single time I sit in the green room with somebody, I learn something new, and that's okay. something cool, new cool. for me t- tonight.
0: Yeah, low definitely, volume definitely. symbols.
1: <laughs> so uh, moving forward, I have another question for you, man. Um, okay. I look at your playing. It you're playing, and you're so clean and um, uh, very. You're very intentional about what you do. Do you have formal training?
0: Um. Yes and no. I actually started um, being self-taught. And then I actually went to school in Miami for a couple of years. I went to Miami Dade College Wilson for about two years. I was just about to graduate and then life happened. But yeah, so I, I have some formal training. I also took private lessons with a couple of drummers out in the U.S. as well. So
1: Okay, okay.
0: Uh, yeah. What what year were you at Miami-Dade? I was at Miami-Dade from 2013 to about 2016. All
1: right.
0: You know, to the, yeah, about 2016. Yeah. I, you know, I, there was
1: a time where I was actually considering Miami-Dade. Uh, it Bro. wasn't for music, but okay. I, I was thinking about going there for aviation, actually.
0: Right, right, right. But Bro, Miami Beat is a is a very 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 great pathway school for me. Well, at least for musicians, mm-hmm. because they allow you to to you know do as many courses as you would like at a lower cost, obviously, and then you can transfer those credits when you're ready to go to to an official four year school. So the degree I did was an Associate of Arts pathway mm-hmm. degree. So I probably when I if if you know that's a whole other story, but we'll get into that. If I got through with my visa <laughs> to be able to stay. I would have um, probably transferred to either Berkeley or University of Miami and finished my entire degree within a, about two semesters. So it's a really great option.
1: Yeah, yeah boy, these days, Trump don't really want anybody to get their visa, you know. So.
0: Yeah, bro. They, yeah, yeah, definitely. Trump is not with the Caribbean. He's <laughs> not with the Caribbean at all. Actually, he's not with anyone, but I think he's kind of picking on the Caribbean a little bit because I know a lot of people that have been waiting for years yeah, to get man.
1: through. So. It's ridiculous at this point, you know? Yeah, 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 definitely. But going back to the very beginning of your story, you mentioned that you were initially self-taught. So yes. what was, uh what was the, the, the thing that got you started? Like what made you first sit at the set?
0: Um, It was actually another drummer. It was a drummer that gave me that inspiration. So I actually started my journey in music as a steel palace. Okay. So from the age of six, I started learning Steel Pan. And when I was about 13, I remember walking into a room with this drummer by the name of Kale Thomas. He's a Trinidadian as well. Pretty good, pretty good. He's a pretty good soccer drummer as well. Um, He started to play and I just watched the the effects that it had on the entire room. Everyone was just so like engrossed in what he was doing (laughs) and everyone was, you know, in, in into what he was doing. He basically captured the energy of everyone in the room. And it was just, like that spark just hit me. I was like, wow, I, I need to do that. I want to do that. I want to walk into a room and light up that room with positive energy. You know what I mean? All right. Ever since then, I definitely took drums a lot, lot more seriously. And yeah, that was the beginning for me. Definitely. I haven't stopped since. Now...
1: So you said his name was Cale Thomas, right?
0: Cale Thomas, yes.
1: Now, here's the thing. A lot of people get that inspiration and you, you play at places. So you know that often after, after you play, people walk up to you and they say, hey, man, you know, I just really enjoyed
0: that, man. you really Yep, good. yep,
1: yep. And <laughs> the, the common story is, yeah, you know, I always wanted to play drums. Um, right. But I, I I started, but then I stopped, right? Right, right. Now, here's the thing. And this is something that I always... I always think about and wonder about what mm-hmm. is the thing that caused you to continue and may have caused somebody else to stop? Like, why didn't you stop?
0: Wow. Well, hmm. straight off the bat, I'm going to say, it. this is more of a, a personality thing than a music thing. And I have this super, super bad habit of never giving up. So <laughs> I, I, when I commit myself to something and I'm, I'm passionate about it, I go 100%. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, opening a pack of gummies or if it's practicing paradiddles until I get it at 300 BPM. But I have this obsession with never giving up and and always, you know, trying to keep that growth mindset. And, you know, I think that kind of translated into the drums from a very young age. I I kind of saw myself competing with myself. I always used to think of, of the drums as Well, I used to think of myself on the drums as, you know, wearing a body of armor. Mm -hmm. So I would, I would try to improve, you know, the chest plates or try to improve the leg plates, you know, take it step by step. But it was always an ongoing thing for me. It was always a growth mindset thing for me. So it it definitely came from me getting that mentality down first before applying it to whatever it is I was doing at that time. You know, that's my philosophy behind not giving up.
1: I think this is a great moment to take that, um, that mindset and that attitude to the rest of the Lucian Musician audience. I just want to tell anybody listening uh, that definitely. that is definitely something that you should be moving forward with, from what Shaquille said. Because oftentimes it's easy to start something and then get discouraged along the way because life's right. easy, you know.
0: <laughs> not <laughs> it's, easy not, all. it's not easy. <laughs>
1: it's not an easy road. So you have to yeah, yeah, yeah. make sure you just steal your will and keep pushing forward, never give up. And that was a very admirable answer, man. I'm very impressed with that answer. Thanks. thanks. Um, So seeing, just moving forward from even that answer, where do you see yourself pushing forward to in the next five years? Like where do you see yourself Uh pushing yourself uh, beyond where you are now in the next five years?
0: Man, this this question is super intimidating to me because like, <laughs> I have so many high hopes for myself and I, I, you know, I kind of, you know, question myself at times, but I definitely know, can't answer this question with a, a firm mindset that in the next five years, I want to be, I want to see myself, I will see myself as an online educator. Okay when it comes to drum set playing, when it comes to steel pan playing, steel pan arranging, improvisation, you know, all those different things. I'm definitely going to work on setting up my online school and becoming an internationally renowned Caribbean modern drummer educator. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Um, Also, I see myself becoming an influencer in some form or fashion. You know, I've been taking Instagram a lot more seriously, and that's because a lot of people have given me that that motivation to do so because they say I inspire them with their, with my videos or I inspire them with you know just my playing you know Absolutely. and I, I take that very seriously that's a that's a gift to inspire others and I, I want to definitely cultivate that to as higher point as possible so I see myself becoming an influencer I see myself becoming a prof- even well I can't say professional musician but an even more professional musician <laughs> I guess <laughs> you no know, try try to you know keep that professionalism and make it even higher and higher and higher and work for bigger acts, you know, support bigger acts, you know, try, probably try and tour, you know, things like that. I see myself doing so many different things and I am intimidated by it, but I'm also very excited by it because, you know, I, I have options and I have something to work towards. So that right. coupled with my growth mindset, I definitely think I'm going to just achieve all of those things and more, you know?
1: Absolutely, man. And, definitely. you know, myself and all the listeners on the IG live right now, we are witnesses to it and we're going to hold you to it. Uh, We want want to see you get there, man. Um, That's a very, very good vision. I'm I'm fully, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm fully um, (laughs) confident. Yes. Fully confident that you will realize that vision with your attitude and uh, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Um, I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, on, your, on your Instagram profile, you mentioned that you are an educator, right?
0: Yes. Um,
1: so tell me a little bit about what led you to want to teach people your craft.
0: Well, what led me to it was actually being, being taught myself, actually, because I had a lot of mentors coming up. I had a lot of people that, you know, willingly gave me information that I had no access to. And it really helped shape my playing. It really helped shape my musicianship. And I honestly just want to give that back. I want to be able to give people that edge through their knowledge of the instrument, through their knowledge of, you know, theory, you know, things like that. I really, That really inspired me to want to be an educator. And this may sound weird, but I, I love kids, man. I love kids. I love working <laughs> with kids. Kids are great, man. They, they, once you get kids, you know, to be receptive of what you're doing, you see them do amazing things. And I, I work at a school um, called St. Margaret's. Uh, boys anglican it's a primarily uh steel pan influence school and we've done many great things man like we won the steel pan panorama like 10 years in a row but, like
1: it's <laughs> you know, we, ownership we, of it, huh?
0: yeah we definitely did that we definitely did that and, and you know it's things like that that really inspired me to become an educator growing up in that environment where everyone is super you know sharing with their talents it's very important especially in you know I wouldn't say third world countries, but I'll say the Caribbean, you know, it's still developing in a lot of different ways. And every little bit helps for sure, for sure, for sure. Every little seed you put into a young musician helps him right. for sure, man. Right. Definitely.
1: And not just them, but anybody else that they come into contact with in the future definitely, that they definitely. can teach or show show the craft. Yeah. Um, now, I'll be honest with you. I don't have a lot of experience with the steel pen and I've always been okay. interested in the instrument. <laughs> how, <laughs> can you tell me a little bit about the pen? Like just just give me a crash course.
0: Okay, when you say a crash course in terms of what the anatomy or
1: Yeah, like how how is the like let's say the major scale set up on the steel pen surface?
0: Huh. Well, how can I hmm how can I put that into words? I could I could probably show you better than I could tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But if, if okay, let's say I can tell you about the chromatic scale, that, that might be a little bit easier okay. to, to put it into perspective. So if you, okay, say you have a circle in front of you and in the middle of, well, not the middle of the circle, the closest part of the circle to your body is low C or middle C.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And beyond that, you have the octaves of the same set C. So you have low C, middle C, then you have mm-hmm. the higher C, then the octave of that directly up from that, you have C-sharp. So the pan is kind of, let's say the low C-tenner pan is kind of set up in that way. So you have C, when you go up C-sharp, you augment, you go up C-sharp. You go down, you go back to D. After you go across now. So when you go to the left, you flatten, right? So you have C, C-sharp, D, E-flat. Then you go across again, You go, you get E. Then you go down again, you get F. So you're kind of making us a, a star shape pattern with the okay. steel pan, and that and that's how the notes kind of formulate into the circle. So, you know, that's a basic synopsis. I'm I'm very good at explaining with visuals. <laughs> I promise <laughs> you. <laughs> but that's a brief a brief idea of how the pan is set up.
1: So you mentioned that you like working with, with children, and right. like you know what you just said for me, uh, probably because I'm old, I'm probably right. too old. Uh, that sounds, it sounds a lot more complicated than the structure of, let's say, uh, maybe I'm just more familiar with it, but let's say mm-hmm. the scale on a guitar or right. or a bass guitar. Um, okay. How would you deal with a difficult child trying to teach them a musical concept?
0: Okay, this is a great question. Um, usually it will take giving them a private lesson most of the time because a lot of the, the children I have difficulty learning those more complex ideas. They just need more attention. You know, they just need a bit more time to grasp the ideas really. So what I'd probably do is I'd talk to their parents and let them know, you know, maybe let them stay back a bit, a bit more after practice, a bit more after the lesson and just go through it with them. Also what I try to do is I always try to give them homework because, you know, that's where the real growth is. You can't come to a class for an hour or two hours and expect to become, you know, Beethoven basically so I, I try to give each student a specific skill set to practice at home and those those students that need a little bit extra I give them a little bit extra to work on and then they come back and you know eventually we work through it together so it's, it's more of a me giving them extra time to really get it
1: alright you ever yeah. encounter any tone deaf children I know that I know that's a little out of the way but that just came to my mind
0: no I probably have, but I probably wouldn't know that well because we don't do a lot of air training with the kids yet. Okay. But I, I don't think I've encountered anyone in deaf, at least children, you know, <laughs> at least children.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I remember when I, was, when I was at school, there was a guy and the man told me that he found music to be annoying, you know.
0: Damn. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. How can music be annoying? It's he everywhere. He felt
1: music to be irritated and annoyed because it just sounded like noise to him because he was nah. he was tone deaf. I don't know nah,
0: that's crazy. how
1: that's possible.
0: I you I know? also don't know how that's possible. Like music is so pleasing, you know. It's so yeah. therapeutic, it's so many things. Like I, it's definitely not annoying. It's it's many things except annoying, you know.
1: Yeah, and that's <laughs> one thing that's one thing I just wonder like how common that is, you know?
0: Right, tone right, deaf right. people. We have somebody Ready. on
1: the IG live laughing at them. But yo, that, that's a serious <laughs> thing, you
0: know. Yeah, it is it is, it is. it is. Definitely, definitely. I actually know a couple of musicians who are tone deaf. Well, when I say musicians, I mean more so singers that mm-hmm. are tone deaf. They, they don't hear that slight bend in their pitch between the notes. <laughs> and, you know, that's something that, you know, people around you need to tell you that. So if well, anyone is listening and they have a friend that they think is tone deaf, definitely do the tone deaf um, test with them. And, you know, set them down and say, yo, you're told that, bro, we need to work this out. We need to work this out for the next game, <laughs> Definitely.
1: <laughs> yo, first off, big up the man, Kyle Ernest, uh, who is on the live right now. Um, big up, Kyle. Big up. He was on the last episode of The Green Room. If you're watching this, you can head back to the previous episode and listen to the conversation that I had with Kyle last month. Um okay. <laughs> But... Now, Shaquille, I'm going to stop you because you said you know a couple of singers that <laughs> are tone deaf. I think you know people that could, that sing that are tone deaf. You don't know singers.
0: That oh are tone wow. Deaf. Bro, you can't be a
1: singer and be tone deaf, right?
0: That's a that's a low blow, bro. That's a low blow. <laughs> you know, that's a low blow. I'm just saying that's it how it is, low right? Low. <laughs> I understand what you mean, bro. I understand what you mean.
1: <laughs> I, I I don't see a singer that can be tone deaf, man.
0: Right, right, right. Well, you know, a self proclaimed singer, you know, you got to give everyone their credit, man. You gotta have, everyone has the right to be happy, you know. They don't have to be right, but they have the right to be happy, you know. Yeah, Let them true. think they're singing, man. That's cool. True. <laughs> now, you know,
1: the. Since we're on the topic of children and we're on the topic of early education and all that right. kind of thing, I want to just, just create a hypothetical scenario here, right? Where mm-hmm. you have, let's say we could time travel together, right? Okay. And we go back in your journey. We go back all through the years and we, we get to you when you just started playing, like let's okay. say after a year of playing or two years of playing and right you now have the chance to sit with yourself and tell yourself, okay, don't do this. Don't do that. Practice this, practice that. What would you tell yourself?
0: Huh? Uh, I honestly don't think I would, hmm, I don't think I would tell myself to change anything because I, I honestly think that everything happened, happened for a reason and it all contributed to me developing into the musician that I am like even the mistakes that I made previously in terms of you know practicing the wrong things or focusing on the wrong things that got me to the point where I could have seen that I was doing it you know yeah. versus someone telling me that I was doing it so I think I don't think I have any regrets when it comes to you know changing anything but if I really had to change something I would just tell myself you know just be confident in what you're doing you know you're you actually have the ability that you, that, you know, people may think you don't have, but it's all about that, you know, that self-confidence and, you know, making sure that the mentality is, is solid. Definitely. I definitely tell myself that.
1: And I just want to remind or just tell anybody who's just joining us that the mentality that uh, Shaquille was referring to here is one of never giving up. When I asked him earlier, um, what kept him going when he started playing and, and what, Kind of separated him from somebody else that would have stopped. Um, right. His response was that he had a bad habit, which I disagree. I think it's a great habit. <laughs> was he has a, a, a bad habit of never giving up, and I really want to commend yep. him for that. And I, I kind of want that to make. I, I kind of want to make that the female episode. Never give up, okay. you know. And I think it's, uh, it's really the the message that we should be pushing in these these Definitely. coronavirus times, you know. Definitely, There's definitely. A lot, a lot of musicians are stuck home. A lot of musicians, you know, lost all their gigs. Um, definitely, musicians who are full-time musicians, you know, some of them don't have health insurance, and now you know, right. their family might be in danger. So it's it as much as we we we're not being too gloomy here. You, know, we yeah. we have to. You know, just encourage our musicians all over, all around the world. You know, so wherever you are, whatever definitely. you're doing, uh, just know that you know you're going to get through this, and it definitely this isn't going to last forever. You know,
0: can, can I also add a couple, you know, ideas to what you just said? Yeah, man, yeah, man. Okay, um, I I agree. Obviously, obviously, I agree with everything you just said. I just want to say also that you know, there's hope. There's there's definitely hope. The world isn't as big as it once was. Right. Even us being able to interact via. Instagram, you live in, in, in St. Lucia, I live in Trinidad, you know, that that was never a thing years ago, like about 20 years ago, that that's probably would have been super hard to do, you know? All right. So I would say definitely as a musician, as a creative, we live in probably the best time in history okay. and it's all about your your will, it's all about your application, it's all about your discipline, it's all about your consistency, it's all about never giving up, you know? Right. Because if you want to, you know, you want to, you want to get some more gigs back, there's ways you can go about that. You can, you know, try and, and reach out to a couple of musicians, you know, try and work out some, some online situation. There's a lot of IG lives happening. There's a lot of Facebook lives happening. Um, there's Digicel doing a lot of, of collaborations with, with musicians. Right. To me, there's, there's always a way, man. That's, there's always a way through the noise, for you to get your message across. But it's all about, you know, like I said, having that mentality that, yo, no obstacle can stop me from achieving success. Okay. Definitely, definitely. Like for me, I'm probably one of those musicians that you mentioned that will full-time and you know, kind of up in the air at the moment. Because you know, even when things cool down, it's not gonna be as before. You know, gigs won't just start rolling back in. Okay. So you're gonna have to think of creative ways to get that money going. You're gonna have to, you know, be financially savvy. So, you know, there's there's being a musician and there's being in the music business. So you have to very much educate yourself about all the factors that come into play. You know, there's a lot of people that are musicians right now making passive income of their songs or making passive income of YouTube, you know, things like that. We have, we really just need to, you know, have that clear directive mentally and just deliver man. just go. Just go for it. Never give up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yep.
1: it, you said it, you said it better than I could ever say it, man. And th- <laughs> there, there are two words that you mentioned there that mm-hmm. I, I also want to just bring up and just reemphasize. You mentioned consistency and right. creativity. Yep. Um, one, I think one of the hardest things, uh, probably even compared to not never giving up is mm-hmm. the need for consistency. Definitely. Um, A lot of people might never give up, but in never giving up, there were a lot of times where they kind of stop, then they kind of start again. And you know, because of stopping, they lose a lot of momentum, and then right, it's very damaging because they were not consistent. And what are some ways that you could say that you have worked on your own consistency, or uh, people Um, that in your life that keep you accountable?
0: Uh, that's definitely one. Keep uh, having you know a good support system to keep you accountable for your, your set goals. Um I would say try and figure out a schedule for yourself, you know, try to write things down. That's the major thing. Like when you have an idea, you write it down and then you you try to formulate a plan based off of that. You know, I have thousands and thousands of notes of undone ideas, you know, but I know I can go back to it because it's there, you know. <clears throat> and now to form the consistency, I would say have a very clear plan, have a very clear directive about what it is you're trying to achieve. Okay. So let me give an example. Say you want to become, let's say an Instagram drummer, for example. <laughs> let's just use that as an example. Right. <laughs> you want to have thousands of views and you want to have a whole bunch of traffic to your page. You want you know, brand deals, you want endorsements, you want sponsorships, you want all these different things. Obviously, the first thing you're going to have to do is you know, develop quality content. But in order to develop quality content, you have to have quality art to deliver. So right. you, you you yourself have to become exactly what it is you want people to see. You know, so it, it all goes back again to your mentality. You now have to view yourself in a way that yo, I want to become one of the best Instagram drummers. So you go you go look at one of the best Instagram drummers. You see what you what they're doing, imitate, and then innovate. You know, right. but you it, it all comes back down to self. You have to like basically sit yourself down and say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to write these goals down. These are going to be my long-term goals. These are going to be my short-term goals. You develop a roadmap to get to those goals and, you know, embrace the process because it's never going to go the way you want it to go. It never happens. Never, ever happens. But (laughs) to develop that consistency, you have to go through all of those, you know, heartbreaks and all of those disappointments. And that's when you become strong mentally. Absolutely,
1: man, and I hope yeah, I hope the people listening know, you know, that the advice they're getting right now is something that they normally have to pay for, you know. <laughs> oh, well, definitely,
0: definitely, definitely. Yeah,
1: this, this is some serious advice here, especially <laughs> what you <laughs> mentioned about um, writing things down. Yep, um, yep. People don't often talk about the the um, the power of writing down uh, things that need to happen, writing down things that need to be done. Yes, um, sir. And I think it, it's it's not stated enough. Uh I've mentioned this on a few episodes now, but mm-hmm. what I typically mention is that I'm now learning the guitar, but I didn't okay. mention how I'm forcing myself to do so. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, so basically when I bought my I bought my guitar, right? I didn't want to be one of the people that buy a guitar and then after a few weeks now it's just collecting dust in the house. And you never really learned. It's just something that you wanted to do. You never did. Right? Right. So I made an Excel spreadsheet. And I said, all right, I'm going to do a thousand hours on this instrument. Nice. I have a feeling that by the time (laughs) I get to a thousand hours, I should know something. Right? (laughs) Right. Right. So. I mean, you should. (laughs) Yeah, man. Hopefully, right? (laughs) So... (laughs) So, as we speak, I'm currently at 226 hours, right?
0: Okay, okay. Keeping a um, log. That's, that's super dope. That's super right. dope. I never thought of that one, for sure.
1: And by doing so, I'm just kind of forcing myself to keep going. I'm forcing myself to keep learning. And I'm forcing right. myself to keep growing. Uh, when right. I get to 1,000 hours, it's not like I'll get a medal. But I will probably know a lot more than I did uh, when I started. You know? Definitely. So and you learn those- a
0: lot about yourself as well. Yeah, man. You're Absolutely. doing a lot about yourself, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, so the only reason I mentioned this for those on the call is... Mm-hmm. Write stuff down, man. Write your goals and work towards them, you know?
0: Definitely. I 100% agree.
1: Yeah, man. Now... We're at, we're, and I know this, this always happens very quickly, <laughs> but we're actually now at the tail end of the episode. Uh, oh man. Yeah. We try to be consistent with the 40 minutes. Um, okay, okay. So before, before we end the episode, just give us some parting thoughts, uh, uh, stuff on your mind, stuff you want the Caribbean community of musicians to know about, uh, or the worldwide audience of musicians to know about? Just show okay.
0: Well, definitely, I'm going to start with the world. I'm going to say world, the Caribbean musicians have it. We have it. We have exactly what it takes to be a part of your entire industry. Absolutely. Caribbean musicians, we need to start taking ourselves much more seriously. We need to start putting in even more work. We need to develop our crafts and get it way past the net that we set for ourselves because we are all so amazingly talented, I would really, really want all of us to realize that what we have is so special. People look at us as a novelty. People look at us like, wow, what are they doing? What are they singing? What are they playing? Like, it sounds so different. It feels so different. We need to start, you know, zoning in onto that and owning that gift that we got and really developing it, you know? Absolutely. Another thing i definitely like to see, man, Let's all support each other. Let's all come together because that's the only way it's going to be easier for us, you know? It's going to be super hard with everyone trying to do it on their own. I was mentioning before to my friend at Lucian Musicians, that, you know, I've, I see a lot of the crap in a barrel mentality where everyone is like, oh, I have to topple over this person to get to where I'm going. No, there's okay. definitely enough space for each and every one of our gifts, right? The fight is not with friendship, man. The fight is with poverty. The fight is with negative energy man that's the fight so let's (laughs) come together and let's definitely you know help build each other up and yeah that's that's the best i can say man it's the best i can say all right
1: (laughs) thanks thanks for listening everybody shaquille's information will be posted along with this episode i'm so excited for all the future conversations we'll be having together Remember to subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, like on Facebook. All of those links can be accessed from the website www.lutionmusicians.com. You can expect an episode of The Green Room on the second week of every single month. See y'all later.